Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. <laughs> It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis. Welcome to Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We have a great show for you guys today. Thank you, everybody who listens to us. Of course, on uh, every website you can go to, I don't care if it's iHeart, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, if you ever want to be a part of the show, it's 800-420-1980. That number again, 800-420-1980. We love hearing all the messages, and we'll be playing more messages as the podcast come through. Make sure you check out our Instagram pages for daily news, learn the script, slam poem so much more about our personal lives at cannabis talk 101 at pop brothers at law has an underscore under each word right there and our little brother mark washerman is at waslaw big brother craig washerman is at waslaw dog blue is at one christopher Wright, and i am at joe grande 52 matter of fact i've been posting some workout pictures there lately i don't know if you guys can tell i don't know can you tell yeah thank you can you tell oh, yeah a little bit. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, I was a fat bastard at one point. Now I'm just a fat. <laughs> it's like before and after. I'm just fat. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I was even way bigger than you. That voice right there is Mishka and his brother Slava from MMD Shops. You can see the website, mmdshops.com. IG is MMD Shops. Twitter and Facebook, MMD Hollywood. They got four locations, Hollywood, Long Beach, Marina Del Rey, and North Hollywood. And, you know, so when I say shops, they have dispensaries. They have a great logo you guys i love i was on the website and i actually wanted to see what happens i clicked i wasn't 21 at the first time just to see if it kicked me off and it didn't so that's cool how you guys let little kids go on there first no, i'm just kidding yep. <laughs> Wait, no. <laughs> i love how you guys have uh, your logo set up everything and, and you guys started in 2006 so I want you guys to, to walk us down because in this show right here, 
these two gentlemen have shops if you're like wondering and i'm gonna i want to hear the story on how you guys came to find cannabis how you guys decided to do it not only one shop but four locations and you started back in the day in 2006 so take me before then of course when you guys were playing that crazy illegal game because let's just face it you couldn't open up back in the day without playing a little gray market i mean you had to it's just a crazy story allegedly allegedly you know, so h- how does it all get started? And who's the older one, Miska or Slava? I'm, I'm the older one, Slava. Really? Yeah. Wow, Slava, that's I'm bad because Miska <laughs> looks older than I'm you. Just so. the more attractive one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Miska like has more gray in his beard. Huh? Is that yeah, the problem? That's, that's what people say. Yeah. <laughs> I looked over here. I'm like, it who's ruined, the older one, Miska? It, it ruins ruins his day every yeah, time. That's pretty fucked up. Ruins but way day. to I go. Way it. to fuck it all up, Joe. You <laughs> fat bastard, Joe. You know what? Allowed to cuss? Of course. Go ahead and call me an asshole right now. Exactly. All day. It's like we're brothers up here. Are you guys? Where are you guys from? First off, Belarus. Bel- so Russia. Okay, so Butsudov. First off, I you know you t- Be- to love. Belarus, uh, uh, former former Soviet Union. Okay, great. I my first cat that I met from the Soviet Union. I was uh, 17 years old, and he taught me Butsudov as we were shooting vodka yeah. the whole time. Just Butsudov. Butsudov. Yes, yes. To love, to life, whatever it means yeah. at all, right? Should have yeah. brought a bottle of vodka. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would have been going crazy <laughs> going over here. So. Uh, from did you guys come here as a kid? G- give me the backstory. Uh, we actually came last night. Learned English this P- morning. Putin's yeah, in yeah. the other room right now, right? <laughs> we brought a bag full of weed and we got started. I mean, I, don't know I mean, are you guys born here? Are you guys from there? Give no, me the background. Go ahead. Uh, so we came here in uh, '89, in '90, '89, '90. You know, Mishka was four years old. I was about twelve. Okay. Uh, immigrated from Belarus. You know, it took us about a you know about a year to get here to U.S. Really? We lived in um, New York for a little bit, and then and then Cleveland. Realized the uh, you know there's there's nothing much to do in Cleveland. Our dad actually realized and came to L.A. for a couple of days. Came back, told our mom to pack up our shit, and we're moving to L.A. And ever since then, we've been in L.A. Was it just you four? Uh, it was no. We have an older brother, our grandma, and our parents. So. Our six of us. Six of us. Six, six of, of us, you guys yeah. came. You guys yeah. come on a boat, a plane. How to come? We came. Uh, we we immigrated. It, it takes about a year to immigrate from from Soviet Union. Back then, we went through Czechoslovakia, Austria, Italy, and then New York. So we st- we spent about three four months in each place. Had to leave all of our possessions behind. Came here. You know, about 150 bucks per family member. Fuck. <sighs> And uh, this is like the real American dream story, and, right? Uh, here. Yeah, um, and came here, and you know, we started selling weed. Yeah, our <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, cousins, uncles, dog walkers, aunt uh, had rented us an apartment and gave us a visa. She was dope. It was, it was, it was like oh, so she was ref- already here. Re- refugee visa through some relatives that were here for the past twenty years. Came here to Cleveland, and they just moved us into an apartment uh, full of uh, Korean people. Uh-huh. In Cleveland, we were, I think, the fifth Russian family in all of Ohio or Cleveland. And uh, we just Literally went to school. Cr- yeah, wow. we, just, we just went to school and with our FOB clothes and, you know. That's and fresh off the boat. <laughs> and, and, fresh and, off the boat and, uh, clothes, right? You know. Do you guys look back and just go, damn, we come from literally 150 yeah. bucks. Yeah. And literally, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like the yeah. fam bam of 150 yeah. and now I mean, it's quite stores. an accomplishment. The drug dealers, you know, coming from nothing and become, becoming drug <laughs> you know, dealers. I, every, I love Every immigrant's parents dream. Yeah, absolutely. But <laughs> how does it go then from, That's okay, all our parents are dreaming of. You come on the boat, you're, you go to Cleveland, your we, dad We didn't actually LA. come on a boat. Well, exactly. Yeah. 
okay. Okay, you, well, yeah, fresh off the boat. Yeah, sorry. You guys come to Cleveland. You go back to New York. And Pops comes to L.A. Where did you guys first land in L.A.? Um, L.A., I think about 91. And then where did you guys stay? What area? West Hollywood. The, oh, okay. the Russian hood. The Russian hood the over Russian there. Hood. And are you guys still out there too? Uh, no, we're, well... Mishka's in Hollywood, and I'm in, in I'm in the Valley. I'm in Encino. Oh, you guys don't live together no more? You guys finally separated, huh? He lives in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> my big brother's in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> the little brother's just Doesn't taking care of him. Doesn't fucking leave. I don't know. Right? Yeah, He's yeah, just sitting there smoking bong loads. Hey, Mishka, come out here. 12 kids and all. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. So at what point does cannabis come in to the Mishka and Slava household? I think I could take that story. Um, so, um, when, uh, yeah, talking to your big mic. Yes. Uh, That's not the so, mic. It's over there, though. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> when, uh, We're having too much fun when, up in here. Just guy talking, when, having uh, a blast. Uh, 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 when I was 12 years old, um, everybody asked me, I think I was turning 12 or 13 years old, and everybody asked me, uh, you know, it was my birthday coming up. Everybody said, what do you want for your birthday? I said, it's pretty simple. I just want money. Uh, so, uh, everybody gave me money. I got like 200 bucks. I got my friend to drive me down to Venice Beach. I uh, I bought a scale. I bought uh, little baggies and a half an ounce of weed, and uh, that's how my career got started. Little brother started it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That was yeah, the first did. MMD. No, I'm just kidding. No. But no, yeah, well, you're was, not, but yeah, kind yeah, of. Uh, what do you, what do you call it? Uh, in theory. In th uh, 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 allegedly. Allegedly, uh, that's Alleg how my career got started. And that's literally all you have to say is yeah. allegedly, because yeah. yeah. therefore you're in the clear that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at 12 years old, cannabis gets introduced to you. Yeah, and then did old. he introduce it to you then? As no, well? no, no, no. He totally tried to get me in trouble. Uh, my oh, Slava ratted on you. Yeah, son of a bitch ratted on me so many times. <laughs> so your big brother's fucking ratting out little dude, brother for doing good. Motherfucker. How about this? What's right? the first time? What's the what's the first one you remember going? Well, I don't remember. Slava. It's you, I found out later. You shouldn't you know, have failed seventh fucking you know, grade. Well, well, I was making money. <laughs> Some of us were hustling. Yeah, just kidding. No, uh, yeah, I was not doing great in school. I was, uh, you know, selling weed. I was taking girls to Olive Garden. I was golfing every single day. I had different priorities, you know right, what I mean? Then school, right. Yeah. Your big brother's like, so, um, uh, Big mom. brother was hating on me, so he told. Uh, parents got, you know, parents were very strict. Cannabis growing up was not something that they were okay with. Yeah, you, you, uh, you could equate it to like crack. Yeah. In their mind. In How their so minds. many, the whole yeah. reefer madness. Yeah. yeah so yeah. let's get there real quick. What did your parents say when they finally figured out when Slava rots out on Miska going, he's selling weed, mom. Dick. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they got extremely mad. You're going to hell. You're, yeah, the devil's I mean, going to get you. Yeah, it was never like a religious thing, but it was kind of like, oh, you're going to be a drug addict. And we didn't come to this country to raise drug addicts. And, you know, and, and then there was like, I thought they threatened to send me over to like a military school and the whole thing. So, you know, so I learned from that experience, right? I got to be honest. I learned. I uh, got really, really good. Don't at tell your big it. brother stuff. Yeah. 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 Let, me <laughs> let me tell you. Before before our dad threatened him with all that stuff, he actually twisted both of his nipples because he didn't want to like put his hands on him. So the one thing that's he what did, he did—he twisted he nipples, just twisted him, and he, you know, Mishka looked like he was about to you fly guys like a butterfly. Him? You know, 
I, I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I would. Sure. I mean, they're still twisted. Are, are, are they like silver dollar areolas? Are they quarters? It's a little Nickel. sensitive, Joe. All right. You As you said that, I'm just wondering now what your areolas look like. Are they inverted, exverted, nipple? Get skinny, and all of a sudden, <laughs> lose a few pounds for 350 pounds, and now I'm Mister. Let me check out your nipples. So, Slava, when you seen Mishka getting tortured for that, did you feel bad? No, he laughed. He pointed. I no, did. he didn't. Just kidding. I don't remember. I, I did. It wasn't. It wasn't like. It, it wasn't like a rat out, rat out. It was. It was basically months of pleading with him to do better in school with me and our older brother, and you know, he was basically telling us to go fuck ourselves, you know. And, and this is pretty early. I mean, he's, <laughs> what's the age difference right here? So, Mishka, how old? Uh, what's seven the years? Seven years difference. Yeah. You're seven years older than your brother here? I mean, Damn, you look great, bro. I'm going to give you that. That's good. You look really good. What a, I, I don't know if that makes Miska look really bad, but Slava, Joe, that looks I'm really right good. Here. Oh, is, I, can you hear me? His headphones are working? I guess they Damn are. it, who fixed these? Pit? Why'd you I'm fix the headphones? I'm never coming yet? back here. We're with Miska and Slava from MMD Shops. You can see mmdshops.com. And uh, Miska and Slava, I would imagine growing up, that these Russian names could have been pretty tough for a lot of people. Like, and then I think Mishka, you probably got real popular when the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse came around. <laughs> because when I first heard your name, I was like, oh my God, I felt like a little fat kid. Mishka, uh, Muska, Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. <laughs> so that became good and popular for you, I'm sure. Super cool. Right? You're like, it's super. Thank you, Mom, for naming me now that I'm older and I yeah, look was, like a pedophile. It was, it was always Michael. And then uh, I think I was in. Junior high school or high school, and some girl asked, oh, what's your name in Russian? I said, Mishka. She said, oh, that's cute. And I said, my name has never been Michael since. I swear to God, fuck so that. Did, <laughs> right? She I'm thought cute, it was cute now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so did you go, when you guys came here, did you go Michael? And then what was your Slava? Uh, Steve. Steve? So yeah. your American name was Steve? You're like yeah. the Kim Nail girl. Yeah. Basically, my American name is Steve. Yeah. Basically, when, I went, when we immigrated here and we were standing in line, and you know it was my turn and the person the you know the 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 person at the desk said so what's your american name i said Yo, well, I don't my know. name is slava so somebody in the back you know they heard they know that my name is slava they're like how about steve and i said okay it's steve because it starts with an s so Literally, that's how, that's that's how, how I got my name. Exactly. name i hate that fucking you want to hear uh, <laughs> you want to hear something funny yes so allegedly okay. uh, when we started in this business you know you have dancer names Right. I mean, like a stripper name, of right? Of course. So, like, we were super creative with our stripper names. You know, Michael, Steve, and then it became a Dave and John. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh, so you had a few of them. <laughs> so we were super creative. You know, Dave and John, Michael, Steve. And then, like, we come out of, the, you know, we come out of our closet. The green closet's day, now and then, open. And now we're, like, we're Misha and Slava. And our staff is like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> We've been selling here forever, Dave. Pick a name, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. You know, we're going to break real quick we're going to come back and we're going to hear how it all started in 2006 it's cannabis talk 101 with miska and slava from mmd shops we'll be right back after this like many of us you might think identity theft will never happen to you but consider this there's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the u.s that's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Okay, we're back with Dave and John, and we also have Michael and Steve, but filling in for all four of them is Mishka and Slava, their government names from back in the good old Ukraine from mmdshops.com, now that they can go by their uh, you know, belly button names that are legal. Yeah. Damn, so, you just gave everything away. Yeah. That's so awesome, you guys. Allegedly. I, I love this. Go check their site out, mmdshops.com. Instagram is mmdshops. Twitter, Facebook, MMD, Hollywood. They got four locations, Hollywood, Long Beach, Marina Del Rey, and North Hollywood. Now, guys, we, we heard the family dynamic. I want you to take me just before 2006 and how you go about, because we know now Mishka started selling weed at, you know, sixth, seventh grade, and allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. How does it go from there to 2006 opening up a medical dispensary? Who's leading this story? So, um, 2006 comes around. Um, you know, I decided uh, a co- allegedly a couple years before that, like uh, I can't just be selling weed. You know what I mean? My 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 brother. No, ratted you on were me, really still my, selling weed. <laughs> <laughs> my brother ratted on me. My parents were pissed. So I was like, yeah, I'm fucking. I'm gonna get a normal job and you know start delivering pizza. And then and then of course I. Started delivering started weed. Started selling weed yeah. when I was <laughs> delivering pizza. But uh, after Go that, hands in hand. after that, you know, we got got into real estate. He opened uh, uh, a few businesses um, that he was doing great with that uh, were generally around. Uh, uh, how do I describe Me- this? Medical industry. Medical industry. Okay. Medical yeah. uh, medical compliance. And uh, and I'd been doing really well with uh, real estate sales. So I had my sales hat on. And uh, a couple of our friends uh, at this point had been growing weed. So uh, we said, uh, and some of these guys, you know, they, they were like, uh, they were the originators of the group that uh, brought Skywalker to the market. So it'll take you back to uh, a little bit of history back there. So... We decided let's go visit our my boys over in uh, San Diego and let's go check out what they got. And uh, 
and we go to our, my friend's house. Uh, we go into his garage, and it was like, you know, it was like opening the white pearly gates. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh, like oh my god, it's, I can't believe I can't believe this is going on. Oh my on. god, it smells so great yeah, in here yeah. too. Now, by the way, this was like two lights and six plants. And you that's know what I mean? Well, yeah. You said there garage. Was, yeah, I was yeah, like, was nothing, although I've seen some nice garages yeah, decked out. There was yeah. nothing impressive about it, but to us, it was like the coolest thing that uh, that we'd ever seen. So on the way home. Uh, we looked at each other and we said, uh, you know, are you down? Let, let's do this. And uh, and we're like, he's like, yeah, fuck it, I'm down. Let's let's do it. So, uh, you know, we started growing. Good careers. Started- good medical <laughs> industry is a great career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually our first house that we bought together. And we were living together in this house. And, you know, on the way back from San Diego, we looked at each other and we said, so, do you want to do this? And we're like, fuck yeah, let's do this. So we started growing in our garage. Back, really? in, back in like 2005 I think or now, 2004 le- legally keep in mind we had six plants each I think our uncle was living there so we might have had uh, an, an additional six plants on top There's of 18 that. plants there here yeah. we go a- 18 plants there um, we sucked at growing weed really we <laughs> were so fucking bad dude <laughs> and if you can imagine fucking up on every possible level we did it no like, way 100% yeah. and then we're horrible. I can't even fucking believe we, we decided to People are smoking your weed like, dude, this is Nobody this is wanted horrible. to smoke that weed. That was weird. No, 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 hey, no, man, no, you want a free eighth? No, I'm cool. Nobody smoked that weed because it, it didn't actually you know, came to ferment. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it burnt. It actually looked good while it was growing, but like either the air conditioner would go out like week eight <laughs> or, you know, like we almost set the house on fire rides. a couple times. Yeah, we almost set the house on fire a couple times. We were horrible. Like... I can't even tell you. Like anybody could have been better than us. You know right. what I mean? So, so of course we decide to expand, right? Like fuck it, we're amazing. We're gonna do this. We're in the game we're now. We're in the game, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and this is when uh, medical cannabis, uh, the dispensaries, had started really uh, becoming a more popular thing. So uh, we called the one of the very first cannabis attorneys uh, that uh, that ever did it. I'll give him a shout out, Stuart Richland. Uh, Maybe he can come on the show. We're looking for some good cannabis attorneys, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. He Pop Brothers in Law. Up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Oh, so you follow Mark and Craig. Uh, they don't follow I you. Heard they, didn't, a little bit. they didn't come here today, yeah. them bastards. They, they did a last minute no show, them son of a bitches. Thanks, Mark and Craig. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, so he met us at, uh, I think he met us at a coffee bean. Uh, at some, the Grove. Somewhere by the Grove. Mm-hmm. He came up in a Vespa. Um, and uh, and then we started talking about opening a dispensary. He gave us he gave us some advice that uh, that was I don't know was good or bad back then. But we said fuck it, let's uh, let's start looking for locations, and uh, and we went for it. You that's know what I mean? that's where that's where his uh, his experience came into play looking for real estate. My experience came into play, you know, as far as compliance and audits and and taxes reading all that bullshit. All that's it, so yeah, much and, and getting through the legal stuff. So. So to be honest with you, I mean, we we kind of from the beginning saw the big picture. We saw that this is really going to be an industry one day, and we want to do everything you know right from the beginning. We want to get the right paperwork. We want to be a, you know, we want to. Um, you guys were a Prop sixty four then at the first, right? We were prop, we're, we're prop, we're before even Prop sixty four. Oh right, yeah. right. Yeah. Prop, prop two fifteen. Right, Prop two fifteen at the beginning. That's right. SB four twenty, Prop two fifteen. We're, you know, it, it was a, a nonprofit uh, uh, model. 
uh, that we operated in. But we did, you know, we went to the city. We got our business license. And the first one was in Hollywood? North Hollywood. North Hollywood. North Hollywood. Now, dealing with that in North Hollywood at that time in 06, did you guys get the raids? Did you guys get the threats from everybody? So we totally got the threats. We had had this one rogue cop... I think he called himself John Smith or yeah. something. The industry would, called him John Smith. He would look inside the Those room. guys, right? Like yeah. everybody knows John those, Smith. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. He would look at the window and he'd look and he'd be like, I'm going to put you in jail. Yeah. He'd be like, I, nah, I don't want to go Dude, I got jail. a storefront right here. <laughs> I'm like, there's a I brick mean, and mortor. I'm a little cage. I pay taxes. I'm doing everything. Yeah, it, was, no, no. It, it was basically me and Mishka behind the counter, a security guard in the front. And, um, and that's it. And then one day... I think all of LA had maybe 40 shops or 45 shops and like 12 shops get raided in one day. All, all of the West Hollywood stores got raided. So your guys so was in there or no? We were not in there. We were not Is in that there. a thank God to the Russian mob or who we thank no, for no, that no, one? No, no, no. Uh, thank God to North Hollywood. Nobody, <laughs> gave, nobody, exactly. gave, nobody came over there. <laughs> nobody <laughs> came over the hill. Nobody knew we existed at that point. So Just the ones like, over there. Yeah. yeah, and all 12. So imagine like, like right now, 25% of the industry gets raided. Right. And they like, just had a big raid recently too. I was just seeing that. Yeah, but yeah. that you know, those are one offs. Those are the illegal yeah, ones. Yeah, those exactly. are the illegal. Exactly. But imagine you know, there's 143 legal operating dispensaries in Los Angeles. Imagine 20, you know, uh, 40 of them. 40 or 50 of them get raided today. We were scared shitless. You know, the whole staff quit. Nobody really? shows up to work. Security doesn't want to be there. Vendors don't want to show up. We're like, what the fuck do we do? We we got to pay this rent. You know what I mean? So. We fucking show up to work. We open the door, scared shitless. And, and just you and your brother. And we get to work. Yeah, man. Miska and Slava behind the <laughs> desk with dresses on going, we're bud tenders. <laughs> we take tips. How can we help you? <laughs> Popular as fuck. <laughs> right? Now, now, dealing with it back in the day like that, how did you guys intermingle with the other cats like, you know, Dr. Dina, for instance? I mean, she was around early on. That Did you guys intermingle with her? How was the so we, going we were, on there? We were, we were pre-Dr. Dina, probably. Right. Uh, yeah, all the uh, we, we got to know all the medical doctors. Uh, they used to send us a lot of business. We were we always uh, had the uh, we always wanted to be like the legal guys and and uh, and and bigger picture. And I got to be honest, in the beginning of our career, we weren't necessarily loved for that reason. You know what I mean? We charge taxes when nobody else would charge taxes. We uh, you know we hence compliance. You're yeah. just following all the compliance. Like, yeah. dude, we got to do it this right. way. We got to yeah, do I it mean, this I, way. I, I think we 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 lost a lot of profit that way. You know, where other guys were making a lot of money, but we just always wanted to do it that way because we knew we would be here today. Yeah. I mean, you would now you have four locations, and for those who don't know, we're talking to Miska and Slava from MMD Shops and uh, I mean Hollywood, Long Beach, Marina Del Rey, and North Hollywood. It's just funny how so many cats though just want that quick buck. Right. And there's so many quick ways to make it in this of game. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you and know, it, 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 it's not sustaining. It's not only not sustaining, but people get that rep. I mean, let's just face it. For those who don't know, there's a lot of backdoor deals, even at a lot of these legal shops. There's still a lot of deals that go down that are like, uh, uh, uh. And it's hard to understand and play all the games that the Better Business Bureau of Cannabis Control is throwing out there. Because sometimes it's like, it's not so black and white clear sometimes. I feel like right. when you're looking at and then it changes right after they do mm. something. Then yeah. you go to that compliance and then it changes to another compliance. Correct. After you did this, you're like, wait a minute, how can I keep up with this? How hard has that been for you guys to consistently, especially yourself, Slava, with that medical background, figuring out more about what the Better Business Bureau was trying to put out there for everybody to be compliant? How hard is it to stay compliant and on top of it? It's 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 extremely difficult. I mean, we're 
we're thankful for the regulations because the regulations allow us to do what we do and allow us to you know to be open and to actually do business and and play in a you know level playing field with other businesses somewhat but the the regulations are crazy you know i mean they're they're tough they're tough and you just the mindset has to be uh the mindset has to be right to actually follow the regulations read into them and and and, and just do business like it should be done you know, it's it's very difficult for a lot of operators from back in the day to to be able to adjust to to that type of regulation. I mean, yeah. I don't think it's a secret that we're in an overregulated, uh, overtaxed. We talk market, about that, Mark you know? and Craig. We all sit there, and they get so pissed off. I mean, uh, including myself, saying, "Treat it like it's alcohol. Treat it like it's lettuce. Treat it like it's a, a plant." You know, we've had people running for sheriff. It's a fucking weed. Treat it like it's a weed, for God's sakes. Treat right. these stores like it's a liquor store. So, right. how, I, I mean, I think you you nailed it right there when I you said it's the mindset as an owner. Right. You have to be like, this is a different market it's mm -hmm. not a fucking liquor store it's <laughs> not a you know dry cleaning exactly. shop exactly. so exactly. you guys I mean, just have to take it on the chin like okay here we go yeah. look look i came from the medical the medical field medical business you know uh, particularly dealing with elderly people and adult day healthcare centers and 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 physical therapy centers and things like that and and the regulations that they go through is enormous and they get audited three times a year four times a year so when you're coming to this industry with that mindset knowing you're going to get audited you're you know you have to follow the rules and regulations and things are going to change and things are going to change and keeping keeping in mind that this is a new industry that the bcc still doesn't have everything figured out yet so you are growing with a new industry so you know, keeping that mindset, you're able to to adjust and understanding that regulators and operators are two completely different uh, uh, people. You know, the people putting together these regulations don't necessarily understand the hurdles that the operators have to go through, and because they're vice, not even the cannabis game. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> vice versa. So you know, you come in with an open mind and you roll up your sleeves and you're ready to work. Yeah, it's not going to be easy. Uh, it's going to be hard as fuck, but. Anybody can make it. If two immigrants from Russia that came here with $300 in their pocket can make it, like you can make it. That's what I love right now about your guys' story. It makes me so internally proud for you guys and your family to think like that. And I mean, is that the kind of advice you'd give Mishka as you just kind of felt like you told everyone, dude, if we can do it, so can you. Just have a smarter brother who's a lot smarter than you. Yeah. But be the hustler <laughs> that's going to read the shit for you and make sure you do yeah, it all just right. Just have a smarter, younger brother. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> the most important thing you could do. Now, yeah, now I, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're very pro-business and, and, and we love this industry. You know, we wake up excited to go to work. Uh, although... Uh, you know, every morning could be different than the day before. And sometimes you uh, you want to kick and scream at the end of the day, but then sometimes it's, it's very rewarding. Um, I'd say just don't give up. What are some of the things that you guys would say that they can change for the industry to make it better? Like if you had your hand over the BCC or the governor, let alone the president, you know, Congress can change things. What are some advice that you'd say, we can start here, because God willing, we all know, make it federally legal. There's like big statements that we can say that are just big and sure. grand, and of course I, that'll make everything great, but yeah, it all but needs you, to happen so you're, small. You're not, you're not you, going you, to turn a light switch on, right? I think, I think uh, and I'm going to let Slav take this, because he's going he's gonna to have better opinions than me, but I think, uh, I think we're overtaxed which uh, creates a, a big opportunity for the black market. Which uh, is still booming like crazy. You see these numbers out there, like yeah. If, if uh, they 
you know, they still taxed it because everybody, you know, they, they want to make revenue from it, but taxed it enough to where we could uh, compete with the with the illicit markets because nobody wants to go meet that corner in the in a fucking shady alley. You know, everybody likes going to a nice retail store, having options and having people with opinion, having your product tested and regulated and giving good advice for what they exactly. think is good for educated. nighttime yeah exactly educated, you know? educated bud tenders that know what they're talking no, about nobody wants to go to a back alley and buy their jeans at a back alley like people like going to the retail environment unless they have to pay 50 percent more for it you know what i mean so i think uh, that's one thing that we could start working on but i mean yeah i mean uh, my opinion is a lot of people like to scream legalize it legalize it but legalizing it means taxing it so even that's, and it's that's, already being taxed, especially in California, exactly. it's the worst. So even on the federal level, so now you're looking at uh, taxation on local city level, state level, and then federal level. So when you're screaming uh, legalize it, you have to you, you know you have to keep Once that. Once they in mind. legalize it, though, they have to lower the other states and city then taxes. I mean, that would be nicer it, it for the be, states that are course, already legal. Of course. So to answer your question, I think two things. Uh, to make this industry actually, you know, show the fruits of its of its labor is like like Mishka said is taxation, and the other one is banking. The funny thing is, um, and it's funny you said that Slava, because in my opinion, as I see the cannabis game, I think banking is even the most important to, from, from a starting standpoint because now. Mishka and Slava can have proof on a you know federally approved banking system on Absolutely. what our company's worth, what we made this year, Absolutely. what we made that month, rather than Absolutely. we got that bag, that bag, and that bag. There's exactly. twenty grand in each bag right there. Absolutely. We're doing well. But you know, you may be doing well, but you can right. show proof and now you're buying another boat, another house, because that's where that real money comes Absolutely. from. Or or uh, expanding the business and being able to another buy shop, real, yeah. real estate assets behind it and and you know what I mean? And actually being able to like uh, work with uh, regular creditors, you know, just just being able to do business like, you know, you would if you opened a, a liquor, liquor store. store. Yeah, or, exactly. Or dry cleaners or any any other type of business that that's scalable, you know? It's just funny to think how we th at most, oh, it's legal, right? It's legal. It's like, yeah, but it's not. And these people not. who own shops. So I want to get, well, we're going to take a break real quick as we're talking to Mishka and Slava from MMD Shops. They got four dispensaries. Uh, I want to get to the first one's North Hollywood. How you go to the second, third, and fourth. We're going to hear that story when we come back. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. 
Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. All right, it's the Mishka and Slava show from MMD Shops. They are here. They're about to beatbox and sing for us on Cannabis Talk 101. Take it away, Mishka. I came to play, have fun in the club on me, Mishka. The- no, that was good. That was really good. That was good. <laughs> so you guys, uh, walk Fight me down. The power. <laughs> Fight the power that be. Huh. Take me down the lane of 06 North Hollywood Opens. What's the next location? How hard? What are the struggles? Educate the people out there that are sitting there going, Fuck, I really want to get in the cannabis game. I mean, these two fucking dudes from Russia came with 300 bucks, 150 a pop in their pocket. One changes his name to Steve. One changes his to Michael. And now they got fucking four dispensaries. How does that shit happen? I've been born and raised here in the United States. Educate me, fellas. Walk me down that. Uh, well, I think I think before in North Hollywood was a very different situation. Before you just went down to to office of finance, got a business license, and if you were smart enough to tell them that it was for cannabis sales, you probably would have ended up. So at our, this point, our first dispensary, uh, uh, the license cost us uh, fifty four dollars. Oh, how nice was that? It was nice. First it was license nice. was fifty four. How about fifty four dollars and a lot of balls because John Smith was going around raiding people. Yeah. What was your last <laughs> license cost? A little more. <laughs> a little more than fifty four bucks, right? Allegedly, a, a, Allegedly. a lot more zeros than that, and, and a lot more numbers. Couple, yeah. couple more zeros. So North Hollywood was the four, first one. What's the second location? So and how many uh, years uh, after? Let me, let me just take, I'll just take you through a little bit of history of how, how, how we did how it. How MMD shops and, are uh, growing. And uh, Slav, you can tell me to shut the fuck up if... Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't <laughs> agree. Allegedly. I allegedly say too much. <laughs> shut no, the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> just stop now. Just stop okay. now. Well, that was fun. So, uh, <laughs> so that's how they all got going. So that's how they all got going. And now we're no, here no, on no, Talk no, Radio. No, uh, so in 2006, we, uh, you know, us and a, and a partner and some help, uh, you know, uh, uh, opened our very first store. Uh, by the time uh, 2009 came around, we decided that uh, it's time to uh, to uh, expand expand our footprint a little more. Uh, again, we'd gotten some partnerships. We, we'd help uh, consult some projects, and we opened uh, two back-to-back stores. Um, one, I believe, in like uh, April, and then one the month r- right after that in 2009. Uh, a couple years goes by. Uh, we start working, and then between... Uh, 2012 and like 2018 with with all the movement you know between when so much regulation started so happening much regulation exactly. because they, they told you you're okay in this location you're not okay in this location so you know between 2012 and and 2018 we'd you know we'd open a footprint of I don't know. It was a lot. It was probably over twenty retail doors. Really? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. We, we we also did a lot of consulting for for people that wanted to be in the business. Yeah. And we we taught a lot of people how to run a retail store by because by by that time we got really really good at it. We knew the market. We knew, you know, 
we need the ins and outs of, of regulation of how to get the customer and all of that. So a lot of people came to us and asked, listen, guys, you know, yeah, we a lot of big operators in today's space uh, came to us and said, yeah, can, can you guys uh, show us the light? And of course, in this space, um, you know, we're all just kind of learning as we go. You know what I mean? So literally, yeah, because then things change right away. Things yeah. change. So as you go, you try to help each other. You know, it's not like one of these spaces where, where you, you hoard all your information because you want to talk to people because they can give you some one of the partners of, in this like man yeah. we're in this game together we, let's go know, i'm never we're never going to be able to do it alone so so we, we started helping people and uh and that's how that number 20 uh came to fruition inevitably now we never had 20 dispensaries of course you know there was a lot of moving parts you know what i mean but uh but we've been now you have four with licenses and all this good stuff exactly. there's four good solid ones yeah. exactly yeah and so it takes a long time to get four of them because you had to open some close some get the light yeah. get this exactly. get that we had to move them to compliant locations but you know there's there's a you know particularly in city of la you in 2013 you had to move to a, you, you had about a you know less than a year to move your uh, existing license to a compliant location and we've had we we had to move all the people that we consulted with you know that we consulted and our dispensary to a completely different location we lost all of our customer base um you know it was like finding a needle in the haystack to try to find a location right weed maps um, wasn't around back then so it's not like hey around. just find us on weed maps here yeah, we're over exa- here now exactly yeah. right exactly. so so now you guys have your shops. What are some of the big selling items in your stores right now? What are the big like, oh my God, MMD pops with what? Uh, I mean, honestly, we have anywhere between 800 and 1300 different products on the board at any given time. So anything that's new and relevant and hot and exciting in the market, we try to carry. You know, uh, right now, one of the things that I'm really in love with is our drinkable section. You know, we've got- Is uh, that what you guys brought here? One of these drinkables? So yeah, one of those drinkables there, uh, you know, uh, we got, uh, you know, I think the drinkable Iced section- Iced tea lemonade. Wow, what a good flavor too. Like yeah. an Arnold Palmer. And then we have uh, non-infused liqueurs. So they'll take the liqueur, they'll take out the alcohol, they'll infuse it with cannabis. Uh, I love that sector because it does a couple things. It brings people kind of back to the market, uh, back into the drinkable market when necessarily they, they, they can't be drinking anymore. So it brings people back to the party. It also, uh, it's just something new and cool and relevant. You know what I mean? We carry some of the best, if not the best flower brands in the market. Um, Concentrate edibles, tinctures, topicals, creams. I mean, it, anything you can. I know imagine. you guys just got Mark and Craig's son uh, brand in there. West Coast Cure. Yeah, yeah, right? we've had West Coast Cure uh, a couple times over the years, and uh, we just brought him back really, uh, really hard. And and he's kicking ass, man. He's uh, they've got a great brand. They've got uh, they've got some great uh, celebrity uh, counterparts that work with them, and and uh, people really uh, they love that brand. I I I. Uh, my hats off to West Coast Care. We, we're actually, you know, we're we try to be very customer conscious. We we don't, you know, we don't like our butt tenders to to push a certain product. We we want the customer to decide. We try to have all all the brands that we have in there, all the products that we have in there, are really curated for the customer. We're not, uh, you know, we don't 
take uh, you know fees from the from the brands to put their products up on our shelves. You guys we, aren't we shelving them yet, like like the grocery stores we're, do. We're just not no. doing that. Yeah, we, we we really want the customer to be happy to be happy I mean, when, and, they, when they come into us. And shop. I look at that, and I think sometimes back in the radio days when I first started in radio, uh, doing FM radio, um, I think of the you know the propaganda and, and the way that a lot of these are excuse me payola is the correct term that used to be used when a record label would come in, give you some money, play that record. I would almost imagine it's is it tough to stop these brands to go to your bud tenders and being like hey let me oh we'll fucking you. chop them oh, no. <laughs> you know what i mean though oh, we'll but fucking chop them in a second but it's gotta be i mean yeah. i mean i know it is but i mean it's part of life right it's like how did yeah. music get on the fucking radio so quickly totally so good? yeah how do, i mean it's like something that you guys like you just said you answered in a way that makes me go yes you're gonna be all over that but it's almost like how do you prevent it almost i mean they probably come in on tuesdays and thursdays well, to meet with the sales no, people and they're like hey no, who's not, your bud tenders first things first is our, our uh Although our bartenders are great, they have nothing to do with the purchasing aspect of the business. And uh, when we're, you know, our purchasing department is curating product that is really kind of customer driven. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, we don't go after necessarily the the just the stuff that has a celebrity push or or if it's good quality and people are mentioning it, it to you to guys. Be, it has to be good quality. It has to look good, smell good, test well. Uh, it has to have good packaging like the, so the are whole, you pu- are you putting your own weed that you guys used to grow back out on your guys? absolutely it's the only way i'm able to sell it um no. mmd you're like okay you buy that eighth i'm gonna give you this one like no thank you we don't want that one that you're giving us yeah yeah no we do we we do have uh some product in in mmd jars we also have uh, our, our mishka brand uh, oh, so you line. started growing again then. You, you yeah, got yeah. better at it. We, we've partnered up with people who are better at it, I would say. So and you got uh, the own Mishka yeah, brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just left you out, Slava, and said, fuck well, you? I, I actually yeah, I made him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, was, Slava. Was, I got busted first, not you. He, it's he my was, brand. He was fighting it. I was like, no, bro. I was like, Mishka. Mishka is the fucking name of the brand. He's like, I'm not putting my name on the brand. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Mishka is going to be the brand. It, it looks... It It actually it, sounds cool. It, it sounds great. I agree. Right? It's it's a, Mishka hold on. Brand. Mishka, it sounds cute. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> I think Mishka weed sounds very cute. You know, you're no longer you. an asshole, Jeff. You're really, <laughs> <laughs> really a nice guy. Mishka sounds like it'll get you <laughs> milli high. Uh, yeah, so... Um, you know anything that's in the Mishka jars or or in the MMD jars, we'll personally do the quality assurance on. Uh, you know, just because we can't grow weed, when doesn't you say mean we can't <laughs> pick weed. When you say quality <laughs> assurance, what what is it? like? If you uh, don't you like it, bring it back. No, no, no. Like I'd check it myself, and if I don't like it, I'm not putting it in those jars. Oh, nice. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is so like Mishka it, approved. Mishka approved. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the stamp of approval. That's right. So what's in the future now? Is it like uh, four more shops, new location, Arizona, this and that? What, what's 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 the big goal for you guys? Uh, yeah, we're going into a hyperdrive of expansion as we speak. Uh, we're going into a, a multi-state platform probably in the next couple of years. Congrats! Uh, thank you so dope. much. We got a couple uh, couple uh, projects we're working on all over California. We're gonna have probably a footprint up north. Inevitably, uh, we've got some stuff. Uh, in middle America, uh, in the what's East the Coast. next? What's the first one that should be popping for you guys? Um, to be determined. To be determined. It's like whatever, how it ever yeah. falls, right? We're, we're, yeah. we're it's so rough to all the yeah, exactly, especially with COVID. A lot of states, a lot of municipalities, you know, they they've put their uh, legislation on hold, or you know, if 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 we applied for a license at a certain legislation, you know, in a certain state or or a city, 
now they've they were supposed to give us an answer but now that's on hold because of covid so and speaking of whichever COVID, one pops off first you know slava as you mentioned covid how did covid affect mmd shops oh boy i uh, mean yeah uh, covid is very interesting because um you know uh like uh, one of our main brick and mortars is hollywood and as you know hollywood is nothing but tourism so when covid hit uh the tourism market in hollywood i mean died out completely so that shop so was that, affected the most. So that shop was affected the most. It 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 uh, yeah got hit probably by about sixty percent. Wow. Yeah, which is which is a lot because it's a really busy shop. Now the other stores that are kind of in the in the suburban neighborhoods, um, like kind of lifted up a little bit. So it started picking up a little bit of the slack. But uh, eventually we 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 got our head above water. It was it was a couple months of of real difficult. Uh, uh, real difficult struggles that we had to go through, but we made it. And thank God, I mean, being essential is just like a blessing from God. Like, isn't that crazy to think that weed became essential cannabis? I can't tell you how weird it is because like two of our dispensaries are next door to uh, beauty salons, you know? And it's, it, it's, it's so ironic to see a line of people outside of the cannabis store while these people are like giving people haircuts on the down low in the beauty salon. You so know what I mean? Like, kind of like a switch, right? It's like you know, where the f- <laughs> what, what, it was like, what fucking bizarro land are we living in right now? I just <laughs> shipped that it's next to a hair salon, and Mishka can't get that fucking gray out of his hair. <laughs> I mean, you're next to a fucking salon, <laughs> and he can't just go in there and say, "Hey guys, can we cut up me a deal?" They can. They keep asking. Now I'm back on the asshole touch list. Touch gray, you know, the, the touch of gray. Oh, they're putting the gray in the hair. <laughs> he's doing that to look older because he's I, 24. You know, he wants to, you know, he wants to look. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want to, you know, I want to be sophisticated. <laughs> it's really Can't great to have that. you guys. For, for those who don't know, it's Miska and Slava from MMD Shops. Now it's time for our high five. We like to do the high five with everybody that comes in. We'll start with little brother Miska and then Slava. You can do the questions at the second after your brother. Okay. So question number one, how old were you the first time you smoked weed and where did you get it from? Uh, 12 years old. Um, from my friend Rex. Rex. Rex and Sexy effects. Rexy. And you, Slava? 19 years old. With my friends that have been spoken since 14. So your brother didn't give it to you? For who was it? Just your no. other friends? You're my fucking other friends. Around me. My other friends guy. have been smoking longer than him, but <laughs> for some reason I kept, you know, I did acid before I did. Oh my I did, God. I smoked weed. That's a long Shut high. The fuck acid up. just lasts. <laughs> I just found this out right now. I'm going to tell mom. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Allegedly, he did acid back Allegedly. in the day. You're right. That is such a long one. Okay, question number two with Mishka and Slava from MMD Shops. What is your favorite way to use cannabis? Um, so that, that to me, it uh, it changes kind of often. Uh, I used to love flour, then I got really into the dabs, and now in like a post-COVID world, I've been really uh, diving into uh, microdose edibles. Oh, really? So really, I'm not... Grab the- some of the edibles that we have back there in the bag, please. I gotta <laughs> let you see these. I gotta let you try them. All right. And so edibles for you then, Mishka? Right now, uh, microdosing edibles is, is, is kind of my... Uh, my flavor, but I mean, you know, listen, a good a good quality flower, you can't... You can't smoking a joint with it or yeah, a bong load? a joint or a bong or like if it's a nice water pipe or something, you know what I mean? Like, well, here's these buttable edible buds. You got to try these. They're, they're like so a Rice Krispie Treat cereal these, flavor. These tra- are 500 milligrams. That's what they say. But yeah. <laughs> and, and, for, and for you, Slava, what is yours? I just love a hybrid joint. A hybrid joint. Yep. Allegedly. I don't know if these are... Legal. Really? <laughs> 
it, it, it's candy. It's candy right there. What do you do? Now, oh, now you're acting like Slava. Hey, Slava, want to meet your fucking brother over here, Slava Jr.? The old guy? Yeah, the old guy who's converting. I'm just saying, guy. try the candy you're over here. Question me. number three. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Make, hey, did he eat it yet? Did he eat it yet? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Slava's head. <laughs> What's the craziest place you ever use cannabis? I, I don't I've never not used cannabis anywhere so, so do you I ever go know. back home to Russia or like Ukraine oh, or something you know, I mean Jesus. that's that'd be crazy I, okay allegedly I might have accidentally taken cannabis to Japan with me once but uh, we've heard some stories like that already like, but totally accidental and, right. uh, and I, yeah. I don't know why it was in no, my shoe no I swear to God totally accidental and uh, and uh, I, th- I threw it away on the plane uh, because I just you're like I'm not going to I'm not going this. to fucking jail because I accidentally forgot a gram of weed in my bag and it completely I would never because it's like a life sentence over there oh it's I mean? crazy yeah so, like, i have no interest in that um so yeah that that might have been the craziest place you took it but where, is there like another crazy the top of a building something random crazy that you smoked at or did an edible at um gosh man i, I kind of smoke cannabis everywhere i go so it's hard to say the craziest place i mean y- yeah i mean i guess i guess a couple foreign countries couple foreign countries couple and you slava i smoked afghani hash in moscow, moscow. at a club yeah, at a club in Moscow, that. off of a hot knife, off right of in the club, right in the club. Yeah, <laughs> it was gonna, amazing. I'm gonna tell mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> mom, mom. I got a story. We're on Cannabis Talk 101. Listen to the podcast. What is your go-to munchies after you get high, Mishka? My go-to munchies after I get high. You know what? I'm fucking totally down with some toaster strudel. Oh, really? You know what I mean? With the fucking thing in the... Oh, my God. I want one right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> and you, Slava, your go-to munchies? Uh, my go-to munchies... Pancakes, bacon, eggs, breakfast. Breakfast. Oh, food. you just like breakfast I, food. I like breakfast food. Yeah. Mm, I, I love that. I could tell that Joe used to be a fat kid. Oh, dude, I was yeah. 350 pounds. Come on, drooling on the exactly. microphone. Hold on, let me pick up my lip right now. <laughs> as we are doing the high five with Miska and Slava from MMD Shops, they have four locations: Hollywood, Long Beach, Marina Del Rey, and North Hollywood. If you're ever in Good Old Cali, if not, they might be coming to a city near you. Question number five of the high five: If you could smoke weed with anyone dead or alive who would it be um probably uh probably bob marley wow it's funny i was thinking bob when i was looking at your brother's shirt as he has the bob shirt on i would say probably bob marley um you know i I know who my brother's gonna say and i just didn't want to yeah you didn't want to take his i didn't want to take his but but uh, and you really know your brother that well that you know what he's gonna say let me see write it down write it down right there i want to see if you're gonna be right because if you already know what he's gonna say when you said Bob Marley, that's going to be awesome. Okay. And, and now you, Slava, I'm, if you I'm, could smoke with anyone dead or alive. I'm blanking right now, but I would smoke with, I, I would love to smoke with so many people. Um, I'm never going to forgive you if you don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> now realize Miska said he knows, and I have a name have, written down right here. I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Right? But he says he knows his big brother that well. He knew you ratted on him. So now he knows who you would choose to smoke with if there was one person, Slava, one, that you like, oh, God, I want to smoke a joint with this cat and just talk and bullshit and hang out. Who would it be? Willie. Willie Nelson? Yeah. Well, I guess your little, little brother doesn't know you that well. I don't even know Miska who you are wrote right Howard Stern. Oh, if, oh, 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say Howard Stern because I was afraid I was going to take the steam right out of my brother's. Well, I would. Uh, me too. Right. <laughs> I would love to, you know, smoke with Howard Stern, but I know he'd never smoke. You know, I've been listening to the show long enough. He's never going to fucking smoke. Well, you never know. People have said Jesus. You know, and who knows? But so, yeah, Howard Stern. I was. Yeah. Oh, now that you change it for Willie I Nelson. Am, I am. I am. I love Willie, but. Howard Stern is the man. Either one of those guys would be great. I yeah. mean, Willie's just been around forever yeah. doing it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, Howard yeah, Stern's a radio stories. god, for he's God's sake. He's the sakes. fucking god. He's yeah. the man. I, I love the guy. The you best. know, everything he's done, he's just amazing. His story, his movie, everything is great about Howard Stern. Matter of fact, no one has said Howard Stern yet on the show, really? which is funny. And I think Howard would be awesome. I mean, how, Howard would definitely be my, like, for sure, the first go-to. Like, if you got a chance to pick right now, like who you smoking with, Howard Stern is, you know, just to have a conversation with him. Just to sit there and bullshit with just him. To just to bullshit with him and stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? It's almost as good as hanging out with Joe. You know I mean, that's I mean? pretty good, too. Yeah. I, I would agree with you. Matter of fact, let's go smoke right after this. Uh, but anything else you guys want to tell everybody out there, of course, you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, MMD Hollywood, on Instagram, MMD Shops, the website, MMDShops.com. Anything else, Miska and Slava, that you want to educate the world out there? I mean, honestly, just just want want to invite everybody to come check us out. Come check out the shop. We, you know, our our shops are way cooler than our website or our Twitter or our <laughs> Instagram. I think you know the, the the type of vibe that we have there is family. You know, it's it's customer oriented. You know, we love our people. We love our customers, and we'll you know you'll get treated like a king or king or a queen there. Where everybody knows your strength. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And and can, are they selling those Miska shirts there? Uh, no. What is this? Uh, uh, yeah, I just realized that says. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a Miska shirt. Um, first, uh, I'd like to thank you, Joe, for having us on the show. This has been a really fun experience. Uh, we uh, we got really excited when uh, when you guys uh, reached out. Uh, you guys are are doing the damn thing. There's this. It's clear why you are the uh, dominant uh, cannabis. Uh, what is podcast, podcast show radio show right i mean there's i don't think there's anybody else doing it quite like you guys so hats off to you thank you so much for letting us uh, come on the show it's our pleasure thank you for coming yeah yeah if uh, if i was to promote anything i would say just come out check out mmdshops.com uh, please come to any one of the stores uh you're liable to see uh me or this other crazy guy here anytime um <laughs> you know mention cannabis 101 we'll hook you guys up and uh, is there a is there a store that you're at more than the other you know what? We bounce around very frequently. We're we're at North Hollywood often. We're at Hollywood often. We're kind of wherever the wind takes us that day. Um, but you know, we we got action happening every day over there. It's uh, it's it's a really fun environment. I'm looking forward to uh, having you come by one day. I can't wait Stay to come on. by, you guys. Thank you so much. It's Cannabis Talk 101. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you ever want to be a part of it, make sure you call us up. 800-420-1980. And matter of fact, Mishka, I would love for you just to call and leave a stupid message. 800-420-1980. Remember that phone number because it's our phone and we play mo- voicemails. I'll do it hey, you. Joe, it's Mishka, you <laughs> fat bastard. And then just hang up on me. You got it. I'll do that every day from now on. It's <laughs> Cannabis Talk 101. If nobody else loves you, we do. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. 
With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.